what I found, especially in my profession, is you have two types of guys, mm -hmm. right? You have guys that are super, super worried about their performance piece, mm -hmm. and they perform at such a high level that they say, Psh, I don't even care what I look like. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. care if I look like a slob. Yeah. Yeah. I'm performing, yeah. right? And then you have this other subsection of guys that's just strictly you know, worried about the perception piece and how they look. And my whole thing is when you're able to marry the performance yeah. with the perception, yeah. that's when you become a Drake. Yeah, that's yeah, when you become yeah. a Beyonce. That yeah. be Because you're marrying the image with the congruency and the action, right, yeah. piece. And that's what I wish more guys started to catch up, up on because, you know, I think we have this ego to where if we feel like we're doing well enough, we don't need to care about that. And, and my point is, why stop there? Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. And I see what you guys see. <laughs> I see what you guys see. Chris. Hafiz, what's going on, man? I love the suit on you, man. I love it too, man. It feels good. Mm. I know for a fact I look good. Uh. You know what I mean? The quality is nice. Okay, okay. I see the color hitting on you as L well, listen, brother. man. I'm a big James Bond fan. I understand. I, 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 if I could name this color, I would call this James Bond silver. Mm, you want to ask Martin to match that? Yo, come on, now man. you come on, know. Man. Come Chris on, man. Knows. I know, I know, I know. He knows, yo. So this is the first episode since the live show. Yeah. Yes. And Chris, we were we were gonna put out the live show, mm -hmm. but we felt like. It was, too, it was too crazy, bro. <laughs> it was a lot going on on Friday. We had a great time. Maybe YouTube not ready for all that. Mm. So, is it okay we can show some clips? Can we show some clips real quick? We can show a little highlight. Just a little, a little, a little, a little tease little, highlight. A little highlight yes. of what the live show was like. What would you say is the biggest shock that most guys experience from the show, in your opinion? Two things. And I wonder mm. if you can read my mind. The biggest shock. Shock. Huh. Yes. I would say uh, two. It's two of them. I would say one: the women and the quality of the women. Yes, that sir. <laughs> Is that one yes, and two? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's a yes. One yeah. the women definitely yes. The women pulled up, showed out. They were they were beautiful. Yes. you know what I mean. They were they were approachable. You know yeah. what I mean. Oh, okay. They, 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 they were authentic. They they yes. they really you know those are the women that I feel you know represent the roommates well. So yes. I'm glad that they showed up and yes. showed out. The second thing is connecting. I saw so many people talking, yes, connecting. You know, the 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 small time I had to just look and and you know glance at what was going on. Yeah. You know, I kind of got emotional. Yeah, you know, it was something where you you see, you know, you you start planning things, start talking about things in the vision of of the show. Yeah, and then to actually see it come, you know, uh, come to real life. Yeah, and, and people coming up to us and saying how they blessed by this experience. Mm -hmm. You know. And that's something I would cherish forever. No, 100%, man. Um, first, we had a sold-out event. Yes, we did. And not only was it sold out, literally people were standing in the back because we ran out of seats. Yeah. Um, so, man, shout-out to all the people who came through for Thank the sold-out so event. Um, you know, I remember there was a time, and I, and I, wanted, to, and I, I wanted to do this, but I forgot. Remember we were on tour with Stefan? Yes. And a lady came up, and she said, 
where are events like this for men? Yes. Because everywhere I go, I see a bunch of women who are trying to improve, who are trying to get better, but I never see any men in these spaces. I do remember that. Besides a few guys who were um, um, dragged, oh, <laughs> dragged yeah, here. Yeah. Pulled by the girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so to me, it was just like, yo, we had majority men there. Yeah. And they were there looking fly. Yes. Yes. They Not showed as flies. Up. Us. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. But they were, but they showed up, and that was super dope. But not only that, I think everyone was shocked, like you said, of the women. Yeah. Because it was, to me, it was a perfect balance. It was. It really was. Because it was enough women that it wasn't. It, I, what would you say, percentage-wise, male to female, if you were to guess them? It. If I had to guess, 75, 25. Okay. I'd probably say that. I, I would go 65, 35, but it doesn't matter. The yeah. ones we don't know. Yeah. Um, And it was enough. It, it wasn't too much women where the guys were distracted. True, true. Okay, yeah. you had too I feel like if you have too much women, men will want to talk to each other and they just want to talk to the girls. Oh, I'm here. I got yeah, cash yeah, on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was enough women that if you did want to talk to women, there were plenty there yes who were approachable who were attractive yes and the quality of women christopher jordan below <laughs> the quality and to me that was dope you know to be able to create that experience because yeah. i told people it wasn't a show this was a social this was about connecting yeah you said connecting i was thinking of another c where i comedical <laughs> like <laughs> i don't think people realized how much fun it was it yeah. wasn't like a lecture yeah, yeah. No, no, it wasn't a lecture yeah. it wasn't like people they like guys had their notebook yeah out. yeah, yeah. Now, people were laughing yeah. joking having a good time yeah. you know and i saw a lot of people smiling yeah. you know that's something that we wanted to do and and the, the crazy thing is what i kept hearing and i'm sure you heard this as well people were like the podcast live is so much better. A hundred thousand percent. It's a whole different experience. A hundred thousand percent. Because let me tell you something. I don't think people understand how much you and I don't prepare. They, they have zero We idea. just come and we just start talking. Yeah. And so you're right. The, pro the podcast live is, is us being our true self. Because I feel like sometimes, like, I don't know if it's the walls or something, <laughs> but just having people around you, yeah. the energy is just like, yeah. so that to me is our true show. Yes. The yes. roommates, YouTube, like the videos, it's like on a scale of one to 10, sorry, I'm jumping everywhere. A lot of content creators are great content creators, but if you meet them in person, they're not good performers. Yeah. I think we're amazing performers yes. who happen to also be content creators, right? I agree with that. So, con so content uh, creation is our left hand, but our right yes. is performing. That's yes. our real strength. So to be able to go live and do it in front of the people, man, 100,000%. Yeah. And that was good, you know, seeing those those men and women as well, but yeah. especially the men travel. Oh, from, you know, bro, man, I heard Seattle, so many people. New Jersey. So many You know, people. somebody drove down from uh, from New Orleans, Yo. you know, Oklahoma. Yo. Houston showed up, you yeah. know. Um, a lot of places, Austin, yeah. you know, San Antonio. It was, it was beautiful to see, you know, people come and not only experienced our, us at our best. Mm -hmm. So they experienced something that it was like, man, I got a whole new show. Yeah, You know, I got a whole new uh, experience by coming here and it, I was expecting something else. Yeah. And then with all the men that also came they, and everybody had the same interest, they yeah. connected, making friends. Man. It, it, it was just, it was, it was something that was completely worth 100%. coming. And for it had to be the first show, you know, that that's something that I'm super excited about doing more in the future. Yeah, because one of the biggest things that we get 
as men looking for like-minded men, accountability partners, and to see all those guys be together, yeah. talking, meeting, exchanging numbers, exchanging contacts, bro. That's what the show was about. And so, so many of the homies came through, man. So yeah. many of the homies that we've talked about, your friends, my friends, came through to the event. But we had <laughs> one of the A1 Day Ones, man, who pulled up to the show. Yes. And there was a specific reason why he pulled up to the show. Mm. And not only did he pull up to the show, he's here today. <laughs> Maybe he's on the thumbnail. I don't know. I, I don't might know add him to the thumbnail. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for pulling up. Guys, welcome back to the show. The one and only Joseph Hines. Joe! My God. What's going what on, boy? Chris. Good to see you guys. That's a, that's a high neck car you got going on, boy. <laughs> I still got jokes for Friday yeah. night, brother. I'm still on. Oh, you know what I mean? Look, man, if, if it's not scratching my ear, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Joe, uh, back man. Back scratcher. <laughs> back scratcher. So, Joe, man, before we get into why you're here. Okay. Tell the people what your experience was during the show. Oh, man, it, it was amazing, man. Um, it, it was a couple of things. Number one, to see uh, the group of guys that were there and how intentional they were about coming to better themselves. Like you said, I mean, I was talking to guys who literally had worked an eight-hour shift and drove three hours just to come to this event yeah. and were driving back that same night. Right. So to see guys that were that intentional about bettering themselves and, and being in the room, uh, I think was really, really cool to see. And again, man, uh, like you said, to see the mix, right? Because not only did you have guys there, but you also had women there uh, that I think represented themselves extremely, extremely well. So to see such a healthy mix and group of individuals in one place and to see people come out in that way, I think was was huge, man. Very inspiring. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Appreciate that, man. And, that. and so to me, the reason why Joseph is here and I'm really excited. I told you guys I had a big announcement in November. Yep. Couldn't do it in no, by November. <laughs> we had a big announcement in December. So me and Joe recently partnered together to start a company called The Standard. And you know what, Joe? I want you to explain to the people. <laughs> I got you. So let, let them know what The Standard is, Joe. Got it. Got it. So for everybody who's wondering what it is, essentially what The Standard is, is it's a made-to-order suit collection comprised of foundational pieces and suits for the modern man um, who essentially wants to be more, do more, have more. And he isn't just satisfied with being average or reaching the quote-unquote standard. He wants to be the standard and he wants to set it. Um, and I think what, what's really cool, especially about us partnering together, because at The Roommates, you guys already have this amazing community of men who are very intentional about growth, right? They're very intentional about leveling up. So to be an additive to that process by being able to add to their image and hopefully speed up that process is something that um, I'm very excited about. 100%. I think one of the biggest things that um, I have a heart for, I've always had a heart for, is um, helping Helping men at the bottom. I think, did you, were you able to see my, my, my student, Kenneth? Did you, yeah, 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 you met Kenneth. So I just have a heart for the guys at the bottom a lot. And so for me, it was like to be able to care for them, give them resources and tools. Like I will always do that. I will always be passionate about that. But I was like, yo, there's men right now who are like, I want to take my life to the next level. Yeah. And there's a lot of men who hit me up like, yo, I love the roommate's content, but I want more. You know, like college prep is great, dad, but I want to be an AP, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and so to me, I was like, yo, like, I want to create 
And I want to connect those men who, like Joe said, don't just want to be a standard guy or be ace, you know, but be the standard. And so to me, I really am excited about that. And I'm really excited about those men who want to take their life to the next level because I think it's so it's so hard in today's world to find like-minded men like that. And um, and so to be able to create the clothing line for those guys to have the apparel um, to dress like the standard, but also to uh, be able to create the community of like-minded men who want to be the standard. Um, that to me really excites me the most. And so Chris, what would you say um, when you're getting advice, when, when men are asking you for advice, what does you feel like is some of the biggest things that, I've seen you get in a lot of sessions, right? What do you feel like is some of the biggest things that you're getting when people give you these sessions? Man, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's, it's the next step. <clears throat> you know, yes. I feel like that's what the biggest thing is. Like, you know, Chris, I've been working. You know, yeah. I've been doing, you know, doing doing the stuff you all been teaching. Yeah. Leveling up spiritually, emotionally, financially, mentally. And, and I'm trying to do the next step. I'm at this age. You know, I have this idea I'm, yeah. I, or I'm thinking about doing this. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's something where, you know, those are good conversations to have, yeah. you know, trying to hash out what is the next step, what path that you're trying to figure out where you want to go to next. Yeah. You know, so that's that's some of the things that we we talk about a lot during mm-hmm. my sessions. No. And, and that's exactly what I, I get as well. Yeah. I get a lot of guys who especially the ones who are willing to pay. Yeah. Exactly. The ones that are willing to pay for the sessions. Those are the guys like, yo. I want to take it to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm already Super Saiyan 1. <laughs> you know, I want to get to Super Saiyan 2. And so to me, what we're also doing with the standard is not just a, a, a suit collection, but also it's a, a community of men. Because, yeah, the, room, the roommates community is like, this is kind of the, um, the army. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but the standard is like the SEALs. You know what I mean? <laughs> these are like the Green Berets. You know what I mean? This, this is like the, this is like the exclu- these are the guys who not only want to be standard, but they want to be the standard. And so I, I, I'm really excited about connecting those guys. I'm really excited about those guys being able to get the, um, the suits, to be able to be a part of the community. Um, and so one of the things I thought about when, when we were doing this is when you first came on the show, Joe, you talked mm-hmm. about perception economics. And to me, I think that was such a great conversation to have because I feel as though a lot of people don't understand the the importance of how you dress and how it affects people's perception of you. Right. And one of the one of the most interesting parts, I think, when guys, especially when it comes to dating, a lot of guys are like, "What can I do to be more attractive?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Bro, this is what I realize. I'm just I'm I'm rambling here, but I realize something." <laughs> When a woman walks into a room who's very attractive, she pops. It's like a halo effect. Like, oh. <laughs> I and can't she, be the only yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> and she usually pops in one of two ways, if you catch my drift. You feel me? <laughs> Pop, knock, and drop. <laughs> <laughs> and so when the body comes in, like the breast or the butt, it just it pops. <laughs> like It stands out. <laughs> like your brain just... It's electric. And so to me, I was like, yo, what, what is the male equivalent to that pop? Mm. You know, there, there is height. I think height is a good oh, yeah, guy. Height is really sure. tall. Yeah, it's like, sure. but it's kind of like a, it's not much of a, ooh, it's just like, oh, 
You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like, what was the pop? A, a money phone. You probably need a money <laughs> phone to walk in. That, that give you out of pop right there. You just yeah. walk in. <laughs> and I was like, the male equivalent to an amazing body is an amazing fitting suit. Every time we put on suits and we go out, heads turn. Yeah. Every time we put on suits and we go places, it's it's literally like put like you're a different person. Yeah. You can be anybody with the suit on. Yeah. So so I remember Chris. I'm not saying that you didn't have style, but at one point <laughs> you kept, 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 <laughs> but you you're a chill guy. Your yeah, style yeah, yeah. is chill. Yeah. Yeah. And so you weren't always a, I want to be the most flashy. You're not a flashy guy. You're a very yeah. humble guy. But then when you started wearing suits, you always had power. I've seen your powers before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen <laughs> your powers. Thanos. <laughs> but when, Thanos. But I feel like, do you feel like the suits took it to a whole new level? Oh, uh, yeah, every time. Every time. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's something about a good suit. It just exudes confidence within you. And then also people see that like yes. it's, it's a it's a power move. Yes. You remember that, that one time? Well, I ain't gonna tell you what we was at in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say what we were at. <laughs> well, and this and this was a long time ago. This was at least three years ago. Okay. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yes. And we were there, and they were kicking people out of this oh my area or section of this oh my place. Gosh, they were kicking people out of that didn't belong there. Yes. I'll be honest with you. We didn't belong we did there. <laughs> but since we are, we since we had suits on, yes. we was fresh. We was, I was in there like, hey, um, <laughs> go too. Bro, she dude. she can stay, <laughs> but buddy need to go. You know, yeah. so it, like when people see suits, they automatically give you respect. Yes, you know, they automatically, you know, it it, it, it gives it gives you a boost in people's minds. hundred percent, and and that's something that the suit gives you, and you have to use that, you know. Not to your advantage. <laughs> Use the power. Use the power. Yeah, and also the reason why it pops is so many men, one, don't have a suit. Yeah. So when you go out, everyone will have chains. People yes. will have Balenciaga. They will have this stuff. It doesn't pop when everyone has it. Yeah. If you're a guy with a well-fitted suit, you pop because not many guys have it. The way not many women, outside the women in Atlanta, will get the same BBL doctor, have a certain body. <laughs> you as a guy, like you, like when you come in, you are you you are now one one of a million. You know what I mean? Not yeah. a million guys in the room. And so, to me, I think that's the part that really. Guys have never experienced that. Yeah. When you're walking to a place and it's like, yo, everyone else is like this and you are the standard. Joe. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot to unpack there, man. Yes. But I think the biggest thing, and I have this conversation a lot of times with clients, is I start breaking down the numbers to them, right? Yeah. So when you're looking at the numbers, man, I think it's like 70% of somebody's first impression is based off what they physically see. Exactly. And when you further start breaking down, what I thought was really interesting is even in communication, right? 90% of communication is actually nonverbal. Yeah. So part of, again, the, the conversation I began to have with clients is how do we master the dialogue that doesn't include words, mm. right? Because that's a lot of time what gets lost in translation because you can be speaking, right? But your appearance sometimes can speak louder, mm. right? And you need to be very, very keen on what your appearance is actually saying to other people. And I know there's, there's definitely a school of thought to where you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But if we're being honest, right? 
a lot of people will not get to the contents of your pages if they don't like the cover. Yeah. And if you even break down the psychology behind it, a lot of it is because as human beings, we do what's called thin slicing, mm. right? So essentially what that is, is we have so much stimuli that happens on a daily basis that our brain has to come up with quick answers to, simu or to situations that uh, we've experienced before. So for instance, if we interact with a lot of businessmen yeah. who have on suits, Automatically, what our brain does when we see a guy with a nice suit is we say, hmm, okay, he must be a businessman. Mm -hmm. He right. must have something going on with himself, yeah. right? And that's a part of it because we have these positive associations that we have with people who dress well. And my thing for guys is take advantage of that. Yes. Control the controllables. Like even being that's an good. athlete, I, I remember I used to have this one coach that would always get super upset with everybody on the team if we didn't get back on defense, right? Yeah. He didn't care if we missed a shot. He didn't care if we had turnovers. But one thing that was like a non-negotiable for him was not getting back on defense, yeah. right? And the reason being is because that was the one thing that no matter what, when you're playing basketball, you can control. Yeah. You can control your effort. You can control getting back on, on, on the other side of the floor. Yeah. You can control making sure that you have discipline to not worry about the missed shot, which might be your height, right? It might be, you know, you might not have or feel like you have the best looks. But what you can control yeah. is getting back on the other side of the floor. And in this case, it's how you dress, yeah. how, how you make sure that you appear appropriate in the spaces that you're looking to go to. Um, and that's the thing that I, I think a lot of guys need to have a little bit more awareness about mm -hmm. right and and again i get it because as guys a lot of times when we're coming up we're dressed by our moms yeah. right so we you know as we age we never kind of get our own identity when it comes to dressing but where i've seen a lot of power especially for men is when they can take a hold of that mm -hmm. and they begin to shape their own identity with how they present themselves because yeah. there's a certain power that's a certain maturity there's a certain intentionality um, that you're able to have when you're able to walk in a room and you've presented your, yourself and you've communicated things about yourself that you want other people to know. 100%. All right. Honest question for the guys in the room. Mm -hmm. We start with the star of the show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> if you had a field goal percentage and the field goals represent how much how many how many times you can approach a girl and she will be interested in you mm. what would your percentage be oh lord mm. i would say probably around i don't know man i would say probably around it'll be 20 percent. 20 percent, joseph so just so I'm, I'm hearing the question, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're asking how many times has a girl I've been interested in approach me? No. no. So what I'm asking okay. is if you were to approach a girl, uh -huh. what is the percentage chance that she will be interested in you? If you, if you approach a woman, what is the percentage chance when you approach women? Um, honestly, I'd, I'd probably say between 70 to 80. 70 to 80? Yeah. Yeah. It's easy money. If it's easy money, it's easy money. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think I'm more on Team Chris. I think for me, mm -hmm. if if and and if there's a hundred girls in the room and I approach them, I believe twenty five percent probably like Chris will be interested in me as well. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not on Team Joe just yet. 
My question to must, you must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so like my, my, my <laughs> <laughs> accuracy, brother. It's not, some people are snipers. Other people have the AK. Brother, okay. I ain't mad at you, brother. So I want to make. I want to ask this one more time. Is a hundred girls in a room? Mm-hmm. You have to approach all a hundred of these girls. Yeah. I'm at twenty five. Chris is at twenty five. Yeah. Are you still at seventy or eighty? Yeah, I feel like it's going to be above 50. Okay, yeah. right, so, so here's the thing. Chris, you in that suit, in this outfit right now, yeah. you're out approaching women. What is your percentage? Ooh. Yeah, it, it would definitely go up. I mean... I probably I probably get on Joseph level <laughs> probably about halfway. Up, you know what I mean? Splash brother? Yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. halfway. I gotta wear a suit just to get to Joe. No, okay. Joe don't need a suit. <laughs> Joe can wear a windbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe, so when you wear this outfit right now, yeah. you've gone, you go out. Mm-hmm. Wh- where's your percentage? You gotta now? be 99 percent from the field. Oh man, yeah. I mean, so yeah. so so, but, <laughs> so, so here's the thing: it's a little bit different, right? Because this is this is the attire. Yes. Right. So yeah. you know what I mean. It, it's it's been a while since I've I've had a, a, an approach if I'm not dressed up. Mm. Right. So it, it's it's kind of like when you've been shooting threes. For for so long, <laughs> forget what it's like when you shoot a two pointer. Right? Like, like the threes become twos. I forget what it's like to shoot two pointers. Yo. It's crazy, Joseph. Bro. <laughs> and so I should have I should have asked that question. Yeah, you should have because it's yeah, be, be, man. I, I can't I can't even remember. Probably it's probably been since like high school or or maybe like freshman sophomore year of college. So yeah. like Chris yeah. said to me, I'm I'm right where you're at. If I'm wearing this. Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 a a, it's over fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. And then even game. with rejections, yeah, I never get the who you know. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, get away from you. Know, me. Get, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the the ones that men are yeah. afraid of. Yeah. yeah. And so going back to the, about the suits, mm-hmm. what I realized is this is a man's cape. Yeah. It's a yeah. superpower. Yeah. And and what guys don't realize is His power levels over five thousand. Five thousand. Because <laughs> what guys don't realize is that like. Going back to the pop, you know what I mean? Like when, when when you see that attractive woman, she is valuable. The body, the beauty is valuable. The the challenge with most men is that your value doesn't really come from your beauty. It a lot of times comes from your success. Mm. But mm. there is no way of communicating success. No girl can look at you and see how much money you have. It's not written on your head or how, unless you're a famous celebrity, they don't know what you do. They they know nothing. But the suit communicates confidence, yeah. success, yeah. ambition, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uniqueness. Like, it communicates so much. So what guys don't realize, and I'm telling you, guys need to understand this. Mm-hmm. When you're wearing this suit, you enter into, I want to say the world of women, but you get to see what it's like to be a, a woman where People view you as valuable just because of the way you look. Most guys, way they they're not. There's nothing that's valuable about. Uh, but when you're wearing that suit, mm-hmm. yeah, for people treat you differently. Yeah, and I remember like I love this story that Chris told in Miami. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. And I remember there there be times where if you go to certain events and you have a suit on and you just walk backstage, they won't even stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, it's funny you say that. So, you know, we have this really uh, cool spot in Atlanta called yeah. The Gathering Spot. And I don't know if I should say this because it might not work now. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, basically what The Gathering Spot is, is you have to have a membership to go in there. Yeah. Right. And it's so funny because every time I have a client or I'm meeting somebody at The Gathering Spot, generally what's supposed to happen is when you go to the front, they stop you. They say, hey, do you have a membership? Or the person who has the membership has to come up and get you. Yeah. But generally speaking, most times I go, I just walk straight through. No yeah. one stops me. Yeah. And a lot of that, again, is because of when you look a certain way, there's, again, there's these positive associations that happen when people look at you to where you're walking in and you have such congruency about yourself that they say, huh, okay, it makes 100%, 100%. sense. hundred percent. And I think what's even, what also is an interesting conversation, I think, for guys is what I found, especially in my profession, is you have two types of guys, mm -hmm. right? You have guys that are super, super worried about their performance piece, mm -hmm. and they perform at such a high level that they say, Psh, I don't even care what I look like. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. care if I look like a slob. Yeah. Yeah. I'm performing, yeah. right? And then you have this other subsection of guys that's just strictly you know, worried about the perception piece and how they look. And my whole thing is when you're able to marry the performance yeah. with the perception yeah. That's when you become a Drake. Yeah, that's yeah, when you become yeah. a Beyonce. That yeah. be, because you're marrying the image with the congruency and the action, right? Yeah. Piece. And that's what I wish more guys started to catch up, up on because, you know, I think we have this ego to where if we feel like we're doing well enough, we don't need to care about that. And, and my point is, why stop there? Like, imagine if Michael Jordan was like, you know what? I'm athletic. I don't need to develop, you know, a fadeaway. I don't need to develop a mid-range game. I don't need to develop my post-up. No, yeah. don't stop there. Develop the whole game. Yeah. Right? Because when you do that, that's how you become Thanos and you get all the rings. Yeah, you become 100%, unstoppable. 100%. And, and to me, I, I've always given guys these challenges. And I was like, yo, do a suit Saturday. And the challenge of suit Saturday is dress up, wear a suit, and go out. Do your do your day to day activities. Go to the mall. Go to the grocery store. You know, maybe meet somebody. Maybe go to the bar. And then at the end of the day, write down what that day was like. Write down your experiences, how people treat you, how people looked at you. Did you see any women give you those choosing signals? Write that down. Mm -hmm. Next Saturday, wear a t shirt, jeans, and shoes, and go out and do the same exact thing, and then write down your experience. I have not gotten a guy who's ever yeah. told me it was the same. Yeah. Everybody tells me it is a night and day difference. And, and I'm be honest with you. I know it seems like I'm trying really hard to sell these suits. <laughs> but but <laughs> I really mean, that's why I was so excited about partnering with Joe. Because like, when I started experiencing it, yeah. I was like, yeah. that's why guys love these things. Because most guys don't do it. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, a secret fraternity, like, <laughs> like yeah. cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. Most guys don't do it, but the guys who do it know, like, yo, I'm undefeated here. And so, to me, that Suit Saturday Challenge is something that I tell people to do. So, if you're, and if you're a guy with a little bit of money, this is what I used to do back on tour. I didn't have a lot of money. I would, buy, I would go to H&M or Zara's. I would buy a suit. I'll return it the next day. <laughs> so, if you're a guy who's broke, go buy the suit. Do go out, return it the next day, keep the tags on, but the secret is to hide it in the bag and make sure the shirt's flat <laughs> so they, the tags don't poke out. And then return and get your money back because you, you can do this for free, but that's an H&M suit. Yeah. D-list. Yeah. That's a Zara suit. Uh, yeah. C-list. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what we're offering you is the 
Tom Ford A-list quality and look yeah. for a price that the man who's a standard can afford. Mm. And so when you're wearing quality, and I want to make this clear, it's the difference between wearing polo Uh-oh. and polo assassination. Because <laughs> Chris, Chris you, Chris, you know... I want to hear it. We got to tell the story. Well, Chris, tell the people the story when you did not know about the difference between both. Who's the extra horseman? <laughs> I love this story. It was the first day of school. My sophomore year. Oh, man. You know what I mean? I, I, I went to the mall with my, uh, my mother. You know, we got some clothes. I ain't going to lie to you. I got about five of them. <laughs> Different colors. You know what I mean? And on this particular day, I had a white, white polo shirt on, black jeans, white Air Force Ones. <laughs> Brother thought he was fresh. <laughs> First day of school. I'm trying to put, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm yeah, trying to show up correct. Yeah. My friend, TJ, shout out to TJ. This is before first period. <laughs> I just got to school. <laughs> oh, man. Took me into the bathroom. He was like, listen, man. I know you don't know this. There's two types of horses in this world. So a horse with one person, and then there's a horse with two people. That right there is something that you cannot wear against. I was devastated. I had brought five of these. So now I have to go back to my mother. And explain to her why I can't wear this polo. Oh man! But yeah, that that difference is, is everything. Yeah. You know, if I had the correct unit on or yeah. the correct polo shirt, yeah. you know, the, the outfit would be fired. Yeah. But just be when, just because it was something that um, you know didn't have the same effect yeah. or the same heel, didn't have the same reputation. You know, it doesn't hit the same. 100%. You know, so that that quality is 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 important. You yes. know, the look is important. How it fits is important. You yeah. know, what what does the brand meaning? Even the meaning behind the brand is yeah. important yeah. because you can put the shirts up side by side. They may not look that different just because of the logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But since you know the meaning behind polo has a, a greater hit yes. than U.S. Uh, whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> that makes it more valuable. Hence, why you know I I, I really you know. It, it, proud of both of you brothers uh, for creating the, the standard because y'all have that brand awareness behind it too y'all have meaning yeah and and the the suit as i wear it as it looks it reflects exactly what y'all y'all yeah. envision for it Appreciate so that's it. something that you know these right. men have to understand that they're not just buying just a suit they're buying the standard as well no that's yeah. something man i love that story because um Polo assassination, man. man. It's just, oh, yeah, man. it's something. I got clowned the whole day. Too, like, the whole I'm not gonna lie to you. I used to have a couple of low tops of the, uh, <laughs> the those U.S. assassin polos, man. You know, you the Marshall days, you know, like school shopping. <laughs> oh, it's twenty dollars. We, we all gotta learn. Learn. Yeah. learn. You gotta learn, learn the hard way. And what and, oh, and what man. what I realized is I, when I was younger, I thought like cheaper stuff was a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then yeah. I learned it's cheap for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. might spend $200 on an H&M or $300 on a Zara suit, yeah. but that mug will unravel, unravel. after a wash. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, Start getting so, the brown spots exactly. on it. Oh, it's, man, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. so to me, I think w- what I love the most about high quality suits is that it's not only you can wear it, but it's something when your son maybe is on his first date, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, here, here, son. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can wear things like that too. It can be passed on. It lasts 
long time. Yeah. And um, and so yeah, now I just think it's a a lot of guys have to understand, especially when it comes this all clothes. Certain things are different. Uggs and Tim's are not the same. <laughs> you know? And so um I, I just think it's really important, man, that that guys realize how important their perception is because I kid you not, am I picking on these people? Mm-hmm. But the guys I know struggle the most, when you see the way they dress, it's like, bro, are you trying? I'm not gonna say this guy's name, mm-hmm. but I feel like I have somebody in, I know who when they pick clothes, they look for the worst looking clothes. <laughs> like intentionally, if you ask yeah. them, pick yeah. a shoe, they'll be like, huh, those sketches look really nice. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. no worries, and it's no not even like it's because it's more comfortable. It's like they naturally pick things yeah. that don't look good. Yeah. Yeah. So what I like is that what we're doing with the standard is that we're giving you two foundational pieces because I think you've said it before, Joe, that every man mm. needs a navy and a gray suit. Yeah, I mean, you, you need a navy and a gray. And again, right? Like I know, I, I know, I refer back to basketball a lot, but I think it just makes a lot of sense for most guys. And you know, with the navy and gray, essentially, I call it the triple threat. And the reason being, for anybody who's played basketball, the first thing you learn or should learn, yeah. right, when you learn basketball, is the triple threat position. And the reason you learn the triple threat position is because everything that you're able to do in basketball originates from this position. Whether you want to pass the ball, whether you want to dribble, whether you want to uh, shot fake or shoot it, whether you want to do a jab set, everything originates from this one position. And the navy and gray suit are so similar because whether you're going to a social, whether you're going to a job interview, whether you're going to a daytime outing, the navy and the gray are a perfect piece and they're complementary because even for my guys going, let's say, on a two-day business trip, they can pack the navy suit with the gray trousers. They can wear the navy suit the first day. They can wear the navy jacket with the gray pants the second day. So there's a level of, of congruency and complementariness that happens when you have these two suits. And again, they're a great foundational piece for men. They're a great starting block for men. And that's what I'm so excited about because granted, we're going to have other things that we're going to begin releasing, but we really wanted to give men something that can be a great start and what I always recommend for men to start off with. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's important. And, and to me, I love James Bond. <laughs> I did a poll. And I asked the men, I said, who is the most masculine of men? Yeah. Is it James Bond? Is it Vegeta? <laughs> is it Sasuke Uchiha? Vegeta is just angry, though. Kakarot! I'm the prince of all things! <laughs> and, I, and I asked all these traditional, very masculine characters on these TV shows. And everyone said James Bond. Mm. And one of the things I loved about James Bond is how this man dressed. You, mm-hmm. He was fresh. Bro, James Jeff. Bond was... Yeah. Kicking ass with a suit yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and so to me, I think the the suit also communicates a level of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Yes. That even if you are not the most masculine guy, yeah, yeah. you having that sh- the sharp, that's why I call it sharp. You know what I mean? A sharp suit, bro, it, commun- it exudes masculinity. Yeah. Man, speaking of that, there's a there's a really excellent book by a guy, and I hope I don't butcher his name, uh, Tanner Guzzi, and it's called The Appearance of Power. Okay. And essentially what he talks about in this book is for men, there's this thing called visual power that's been represented throughout ages. And different cultures have had different versions of what visual power looks like, right? So when you had the Indians, you had the war paint, you had, you know, the, the hats that they would wear. Mm-hmm. And in this society, the suit is one of those symbols that communicate 
communicates visual power for men. Mm -hmm. So to your point, when you see a guy like a James Bond or when you see a businessman, when you have that suit on, mm -hmm. the ability to communicate visual power, I think, is one of the most important things that begins to happen, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to dress. So the more guys can take advantage of that and learn how to channel that to be intentional whenever they're going out into the workplace or whatever environment they're looking to go out into, uh, they tend to have uh, really good returns uh, yeah. from being able to channel that. A hundred percent. So, so man, first things first is, is that the clothing piece of the standard, yeah. it, it, I'm telling you guys, yeah. do the D list, H and M and Zara's and imagine, see those powers and, and then try, you know, the real, the real yeah. ones. And it's, it's night yeah. and day. But to me, man, it's not so much the clothing. Right. Right. Yeah. Of the standard. It's the community of men who want to be the standard. People always ask me, what is the number one thing that led to success in your life? To me, it is the men around me. People do not understand. If it wasn't for Christopher Jordan Below, <laughs> I would not be who I am today. It's the same way. Same way I, I, like, people don't realize I couldn't yeah. have done it on my own. Yeah. As much as I would have liked to. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't. I needed him to grow, not only to do the show, but to grow me. You know what I mean? And so I love you for it. Same. I love you too, brother. And, and to me, it's just like what hurts me is men don't have that. Mm, yeah. I love the lives. That's what I loved about the lives. So mm -hmm. men were connecting. Yeah. But but to me, it's like same. I'm not disrespect. I hope I don't, I'm, I don't come off as elitist here. Okay. It's like in school. when In, in some classrooms, if you, I'll give you an example. I had students in my class who wanted to learn amazing students i love them with all my heart but they could only learn at a certain speed and tempo then i had other students who were super bright and if i was to service student a i was going to disservice student b because moving slow keep me he's bored he reads ahead. He wants mm -hmm. deep conversation. I'm getting this person to, re to remember that, okay, hey, buddy, you know, J Jamestown was founded in 1609, right? Mm -hmm. And then you talk to somebody else. It's 1607. You're with 1607. 1607. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to teach student A that Jamestown was founded in 1607, mm -hmm. while student B wants to learn about why it was found. He already knows it was found in 1607. He memorized that immediately. He wants to know what were the effects of imperialism? What are the effects of colonialism? Yeah. What was the, what, why was there a race for... Like he, he wants to know these things. This person is not that he's... He's just a little bit behind. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he, he needs more time. So I think that was one thing as a teacher. I'm going to be honest with you, I was very lazy. Mm. And so I, 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 dis, I did a lot of disservice for that student. I feel that way with the podcast. Mm. There's a lot of guys in the roommates, tons of guys, yeah. who are beginners guys. They, they need to learn that it was founded in 1607. They need to know the basics. And the roommates will, I love it because it's always a place that any man who's 18 years old, who, who may be lost, who may not have a dad, who may not have any friends, he can go to the roommates and actually build his life up. There's videos by Chris, by me, by so many amazing people. We've created a library of masculinity. But then there's the other guys who are past that. Yeah. The other guys who want the deeper things in life. And so those guys want to meet each other they want to meet the Chris's of the world they want to meet the joes of the world 
So to me, the goal of the standard is we want to create that community. So we're going to be launching the Discord with the standard yeah. so that the guys can be able to connect with one another. They can be able to meet one another, another, different events, socials, all those things. We want to create that with the guys because people always ask me, they're like, Hafiz, why don't you do mentorship? And I said, to be honest with you, I'm still healing. In true story, from dealing with my students in the past because I gave them so much and a lot of them, one, didn't value it. And then a lot of them, you know, kind of went the wrong way. So I'm kind of healing from that. But whenever on the podcast, people ask me for help. So let's say young man says I need help. I'm like, yo, I'm going to buy you this book for free. And then I buy him the book for free. I never hear from him ever again. Mm. You know, yeah. I, at one time, this one guy, he called me and said his girlfriend cheated on him. I got him an accountability partner. I sent him like 10 free books. And I gave him all the courses for Patreon for free. Mm. No. I, and I was like, bro, this is all for you. You said nothing? No, I'm asking you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. No, that's not true, Chris. Okay, that's good. It's worse than nothing. Whoa. Oh. I hit up the accountability partner and I was like, yo, have you checked on so-and-so? Guess what he said so-and-so did? Never hit him up. Got back with his girl who cheated on him. Oh! And, and, stopped, and stopped meeting up with him. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. So to me, it's just like, it, my problem is it hurts me helping. We got to do it. This is our job. Yeah. God has us on this planet to help those who need help. So yeah. we got to do stuff for guys like him. Yeah. But it pisses. I'm tired of doing stuff with people who are not serious. Yeah. I want to know where the serious guys at. Yeah. I want to know where the guys who are about it. Because I hate wasting my time and energy when there's another hungry man who really wants to grow. So the, what I like about the piece is that you know the guy who's serious about getting a standard piece and being the standard. That is a serious man. Yeah. So he's the kind of guy that you want to network with, you want to connect with, you want to build life with. And so to me... Men want other men like that. What last thing, and I'll let you guys talk. I know I'm rambling a lot today, but I'm just so <laughs> passionate about this. Yeah. One of the things that make me so mad about the Patreon accountability sheet mm. is how many men send me messages saying that I reached out to this guy, he promised to be my accountability partner, and he fell off. Mm. How many men say I've I've reached out to three different guys, they don't even text me back, treat them like they're effing girls or something. Mm. It pisses sorry, it pisses me off that the guys do that. Because these are guys who really want to grow. They yeah. really want to get better. They really want help. And there's all the and there's so many guys who sign up who mm -hmm. and but they're not serious. Yeah. With the standard, it cuts out, it cuts that cuts that out. Um, because you know that these people who are willing to invest so much are really gonna be about their life. So that community aspect for men to be successful is a game changer. Yeah, and, and and that's that's something that is is really valuable for the for the men. They need to understand that when you buy, you know, that suit, you become part of the standard. That yes. community is worth more whatever the suit costs. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's worth yeah. more than anything. You know, like 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 those conversations, the experiences that we had, you know, coming up with the show, the people that had transformed and helped change my life, mm -hmm. you know, like I can't put a dollar amount on that. Yeah. You know, so to me the, the most valuable part about all this stuff is that community piece mm -hmm. because those you have men that's already you know signed up to be the standard that's probably had some success and has a lot of valuable information to exchange and share and help each other out you know 
that is something that is is you can't put a value on that 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 networking that sharing of different <clears throat> ideas and business planning and and learning how to get better from you know these exclusive group of men that are on their way to the next level and greater things and beyond that is something to me that that men should just sign up as as fast as they can mm -hmm. because we we got that luckily from for free in our life. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? We luckily got that, and you can easily see the results. If they get in that Discord, I'm telling you, they'll change their life because of yeah. the men that will be in there as well. Yeah, yeah. and no, that, that's a, that's a really great point, Chris. And a lot of guys have hit me up about my manhood course, Tense Up to Healthy Manhood. Get it if you don't. Link in the description below. <laughs> a lot of guys love the manhood course, and one of the things they always tell me is that like the, the steps were so great and helpful. And I realized, I was like, yo, I have, I miss out a step to healthy manhood. And one of the most important steps, I'm actually going to do a video about it, in, um, hopefully before the year's over. One of the most important steps to healthy manhood that, and I don't mean this lightly, that 90% of men miss out on is like-minded brothers. Yeah. Like-minded, not just brothers, not just yeah. friends, not just community, like-minded brothers. I, yeah. I don't think it's possible to fail as a man when you have like-minded brothers who are all striving to be great. Yeah, that, that's such a great point, Fees. And, and one of my favorite quotes, and, and I've always you know, stuck to this when I heard it, is basically, a rising tide lifts all ships. Mm. And I think when you're in a community of men that are looking to better themselves, it's like being in a rising tide. Yeah. And that's the importance of it. Not only that, but number one, exposure promotes growth. And number two, awareness manages arrogance. Mm. So when you're around people that are constantly striving for better and are going to be better than you in some ways, it keeps you humble. Mm. So there's a level of humility that happens when you aren't the best guy in your group. Yeah. And I think that's needed because at the moment you begin to become arrogant and you know sleep on your win, you wake up with a loss. Mm. And that's what I, I think is really key for you to continue having that focus is having guys who are going to continue to challenge you because you're either growing or you're dying. Yeah. Right. You know, both figuratively and literally. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you have to be intentional about which one you're choosing to do. Yeah. No. No. And so I think it's really important for those guys who want that because even, you know, I'm, I have a lot of theories. <laughs> I have a lot of theories that. I don't, I don't want to talk about online because I don't want the wrong person to misunderstand it. One of my pet peeves when people misunderstand me. Yeah. I remember one time Chris said something. He said, he said something to the extent of like, if you're going to be mad at me, get mad at me for something I actually say. Yeah, mm. please get mad at me for the wrong You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to be, be in trouble. For, like, I want to be like right for being in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and to me, I took it a step further. I was like, be mad at me for something I actually believe. Yes. Mm. If yes. I, yes. If I yes. believe something and you're mad at me for what I really believe, I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah. I can not, accept that. Exactly. Not a misrepresentation of me. Exactly. So there's a mm. lot of things I um, like want to talk about. But I'll be honest with you, I don't want the, the wrong guys to listen to it and misunderstand it. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I have so many theories I would like to talk and discuss and share. But like I said, I don't want it to be misrepresented. Especially about women. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, no, and I was no, talking no. to a guy who's, because a, a lot of guys who watch the show, a lot of them are nice guys, right? And they struggle with attracting women, especially being friend zoned. 
Yeah. That's a nice guy's always getting friend zoned by the women that they want. And that was a problem I had as well until I learned from the way the superior man, of course, yeah. that you have to create sexual polarity mm. and and you have to be able to create a level of sexual energy between you and this woman. Something I never thought about. I mm. thought, let's be friends and work our way to something. But for a lot of women, that's going to friend zone you, especially if she doesn't have strong sexual interest in, into, into you to begin with. Yeah. So I developed a strategy <laughs> and a technique called sexual inception. Mm. Okay, brother. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? This is what I was going to do. Yeah, yeah. called sexual inception. Okay, that's a sexy title, man. Yes, yes. And I'm telling you right now, it works. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it works. But I'm not going to tell anybody about this. Mm. Only for guys in the yeah. standard. I will tell you. I'll tell you guys it later, <laughs> but you don't, you don't need it. But the other guys, I'll tell you guys my theory later. It freaking works. Mm. Mm-hmm. Prove it. Works. Yeah. Um, That's what's up. And so I want to do stuff like that yeah. Yeah. with the standard where I, where I know these guys understand context. Mm-hmm. I know these guys understand nuance. I know you're a certain level of thinker. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. certain conversations where it's like, we can have it if we know the right people are in the room. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. then we don't have to apologize. We don't have to be like, yeah. well, you, you all know where we're coming from. Now let's push these ideas to the to the dark places, right? Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited about doing stuff like that in those spaces with the guys who understand it because certain dark arts like sexual inception, you know what yeah, I mean? Some yeah, guys will yeah, take it the yeah. wrong way and use it, you know, for the wrong things. And so that's a part of also the community aspect where when you have guys at a certain level, we can talk about certain things. Like, for example, Chris, you want to get into real estate. Mm-hmm. So we do videos about helping guys find jobs. Yeah. You want to flip properties. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's first yeah. grade, eighth grade material. Yeah. So stuff like that is like where people, I feel like we want to talk about with the standard, like in that community. You did want to talk about, uh, I know, shout out to my guy, Alex, mm-hmm. um, who's a part of the standard, one of the founding members of the standard. He's... Um, Doing uh, multi, I think he does multi, he sells multi family yeah. units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I want to learn from Alex because yeah, yeah. I want to do that as well. Yeah. So the, st- the guys in the standard are like that. And, yeah. and Ryan, shout out to my, shout out to yeah. the one and only Ryan Barker who 100%. pulled up from North, Car- uh, North mm-hmm. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Ryan, this people don't know because Ryan's a very casual guy. Yeah. Ryan's a very successful man who's very intelligent. Brother doing yeah. very well. Ryan, Ryan, very, hey, very, 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 very well for him. Yeah, yeah, very humble guy. Too. Yeah. 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 yeah, doing very well for him. No, 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 Joe. Yeah, doing yeah. very well for him. Yeah. People don't know. I want to learn people like him. Yeah. 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 So to me, I love that community of guys. And, and like I said, for, for the guys who want that, mm-hmm. Like Chris said, there's not a price point you can put on that. At all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and same thing, because even with the idea of perception economics, mm-hmm. right? Like that's something that I think in the standard we really can begin to expound upon. So guys are able to turn perception into payments mm-hmm. and teaching them how to do that both in the professional realm, but also in the social realm, yeah. right? And then be able to couple that even with, with, with your, your idea, Hafiz. So very excited for the ability to have guys that are able to have community because that's what I think is going to take this thing to the next level and is going to be the big separator because mm-hmm. it's more than just the clothing. Yeah. The clothing's a piece of it, yeah. right? But the community aspect, um, I think, is going to be huge and something I don't think anyone's ever really done in yeah. this space. Yeah. yeah. That's the big part. Yeah. That's, that's something that makes uh, the standards stick out amongst everything, yeah. and that's something that, 
will propel the, the the company to the next level for sure. No, I think I think so too, and that, and that excites me about that one. But to me, the last component of the standard. Oh man. And we're not gonna. We don't want to. We don't. We got. We got to share. Yeah. We got to share. <laughs> yeah. We're here. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So you know, like we said, man. As a man, you got to take things to the next level, and I feel as though. For a lot of men who are really serious about the future, they understand that you know blockchain is is the future, and um, and so one of the things we're also doing with the standard is that we are going to be having NFTs um, for the first 100 people who sign up for the standard. These are going to be what we call the standard 100, um, the 100 guys who are serious enough who are decisive enough to make the decision and get their st- the pieces we're going to give them at, um, nfts and i want to briefly explain nfts i know um tom bailu did an amazing job explaining it on the podcast when he came on it so guys if you didn't watch the tom bailu episode check it out gary v does a way better job th- than me mm-hmm. so go watch gary explain it because i'm i'm a I'm a what, what a secondary source. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening to them and trying to repeat what they told me and yeah. what I researched. So I'm going to try my best as possible. And if I make any mistakes, fellas, please cut me off at any time. Yeah. So, guys, do your research. Like I said, I'm not the, if you want to skip this part and actually go to expert, I won't be mad at you. <laughs> but I'm going to try to explain what an NFT is. So, an NFT is a non-fungible token. And so, the idea of something being non-fungible from what I got is that this item cannot be replicated for the same value. So, for example, if I um, got the same canvas, um, who did the Mona Lisa? Was it Da Vinci? Who was it? Brother, I don't know. Was Jesus. It, was, it, <laughs> <laughs> was it Da Vinci did the Mona Lisa? Yeah, it's Da Vinci. Leonardo Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. If, 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 if somebody was living <laughs> in wherever Da Vinci, probably Italy, wherever he was, and created and had the same canvas as him, had the same colors as him, had the same exact model, and drew the Mona Lisa exactly like his, it wouldn't be worth the same thing. Because the Mona Lisa is non-fungible. It cannot be replicated and be of that same value. It will be a copy, right? So the idea is that there's many items like art that are non-fungible. Sporting cards are non-fungible. A, a, a Michael Jordan rookie card is non-fungible. I can create the same card, use the same texture, do everything the same. It is not the same thing. And so the idea is that in the digital world, because we're moving into the digital world, especially with the metaverse and all that crazy stuff, mm-hmm. there is items that people value. The same way people value the Mona Lisa, there's digital items that people find valuable. And those items, um, the question is, how do you make that an original, right? So people want to know that original file when when Drake made Take Care. You know what I mean? That original file that he had on that hard drive, how can we know that's the original? So what the blockchain technology does is, I don't even know the, the whole thing, I'm doing what our best, best understand it. It's like, it's like a digital ledger where it can literally write down exactly what is an original copy of the item using Ethereum technology. And so you're able to know exactly this by, by, um, by minting the item, by making it into an NFT, you know that this is the exact copy of Drake's original Take Care um, song. And so for some people, like, that is extremely valuable. I think if you love Drake, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like that's extremely yeah. valuable the same way like 
vinyls are valuable. You know what yeah. I mean? Like people like, oh, this is a, a original mm-hmm. vinyl of you know Louis Armstrong, da 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 da, whatever it may be. Like th- that's the future of NFT. So. You can make a lot, a lot of digital product NFTs, videos. A lot of people are doing pictures mm-hmm, and yeah. artwork. Tory Lanez, I mean, you saw what he did with NFTs, yeah. which was crazy. He made like a million in like seconds, right? Yeah. So, um, it, I mean, it's definitely huge, man. Yeah. And so that's the idea is that these there's going to be digital items that cannot be replicated. They're going to be extremely valuable. And so what we're doing is we created an NFT called the Legacy Lion. Um, and the legacy line represents that one, a lion is to me the standard of animals. You know what I mean? When you go to the zoo, mm-hmm. if you don't go and see the lion, you upset. You know what I mean? <laughs> you throwing it, you throwing a temper tantrum. You know what I mean? The lion is the standard. Um, the lion is the king of the jungle. The lion is feared, and people don't realize the lion is not even the most deadly animal. Mm-mm. But mm-hmm. the reputation alone. The lion is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And so then it's also the legacy because the idea is that the men who are the standard, they're changing their family's legacy. Chris, for jo- Christopher Jordan Below is changing the Below legacy because mm-hmm. of who he is. And so to me, it's this idea that not only are you changing your family legacy, once you own this NFT, your family has it forever. You know, mm-hmm. NFTs on a blockchain technology, no government can seize and possess these items. This is yours forever. These are things that you're going to pass on to your children and your children's children. And so to me, we're really excited about that. We're only going to have 150 um, 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 legacy blues and 50. Did we say na- legacy? Yeah, Navy or, yeah, or, yeah, the, the Navy's in the gray. Yeah. See, okay, so le- legacy um, Navy and legacy gray. Is that what mm-hmm. we're yeah. going to call it? 50 Navy, 50 grays. And it's for the first 100 guys that sign up. And be honest with you, I think right now we already sold how many yeah. already? Yeah, it might be like 20, to be honest. Yes, yeah, we're probably about 20, prob- about 20, about 20 left. Yeah. And so, yo, you guys better get on it ASAP. Because, yeah. when it's, because this also gives you access. So here's the real part of the NFTs. So many guys have been hitting me and Chris up and Joe yeah. up about mentorship. They want mentorship. They've been asking for, and I said, I've been hurt and, it's, and I've been bothered because it was hard to mentor my, my last group of kids. And so what I've decided to do is uh, for those who have the NFT, you have access to personal mentorship yeah. that a lot of men have been dying for. And so to me, that, that alone mm-hmm makes that NFT so valuable. The access to membership the, and then also the access to private events that we're yeah. going to be doing for those 100. The access to private um, um, information that we're going to be launching and things like that. So that's for those guys who are serious into taking their lives to the next level. Yeah, I mean, and what I'm really excited about, especially during the live show, is we already were ready to get tons of signups. So we yeah. already have guys that are founding members, yeah, right, and yeah. are going to be getting those NFTs, that are going to be getting the access not only to the community, uh, but to those future private events that we're going to be going to, which I think is going to be huge. Because, mm-hmm. again, there's power in being in the room, especially yeah. when you're in a room with like-minded individuals, like guys like Alex who are doing real estate, guys like Ryan who are very successful. So being able to create that community where guys can really build with each other um, I think it's going to be huge. So I think the NFT part is just an additive, especially when you start looking at even the future value of what that NFT could mean as it appreciates. Yes. Uh, so I, I just think it's um, 
it, it's huge, man. Again, there's not anybody, I think, in this space that has done that. Mm -hmm. And to be able to partner with you guys, to be able to do something that's so revolutionary, something that's so new, mm -hmm. and something that even transcends just clothing yeah. uh, is going to be a really, really big piece. Yeah, no, nah, that's mm -hmm. real. I think I think the, the digital space, Web3, as, as the kids yeah. call it, <laughs> you know, Web3, I think it's big. And I think I, we're, I'm really excited about, you know, ushering us into that and ushering a lot of people yeah. into that. I think a lot of people are going to, you know, they're going to probably get, you know, you know, some ether for the first time. They're going to yeah. open a Coinbase account for yeah. the first time. Because, open C, you know, all that, right? C, yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll be able to be able to, um, you know, learn more about this, about the NFTs. And even if you can't be um, a founding member of mm -hmm. the standard, I still advise people to, to do some research. You know, yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah. have you been hearing anything about NFTs or in your friend groups? Have you guys been talking about it? Any conversations like it? Yeah, yeah. I have people, you know, in my groups, we've been talking about it. Like you said, we're we're transferring into the digital world, into this metaverse. So people, if you haven't really researched it and take the time out to it, you need to do so sooner rather than later because we're transitioning into that kind of world. So people really need to just take advantage of it and start yeah. here, especially yeah. with, you know, us and, 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 and Joe and, and Hafiz, like, you know, what we're about, you yeah. know the track work record, and and you trust us, yeah. you know. So why wouldn't you put your first step forward into signing up something that you have seen us build, you know, five six years later? So yeah. it's something that I think it's it's easy for people that are not sure mm -hmm. or don't know too much about it. Yeah. They do small amount of research on top of what you know, what kind of men we are, what kind of business owners we are. You know, it, it to me it's a no brainer to sign up. And, and another thing I'll say too. If you are just lost in the sauce, have no idea what any of this is, I think just the fact alone that it has functionality behind it, yes. yeah. I think is the one thing to key in on, yeah. right? So if you don't even know how you could potentially profit from this, how this could potentially be something that's very, very life-changing for you, just the idea of being able to get access to the community, to the mentorship, to the private events, I think that alone mm -hmm. um, is enough of a point for you to key in on, right? 100%. So for those guys that are like, man, this is too confusing, just focus on the tangibles, yes, right, yeah. of what you're getting. Because at the end of the day, that's the thing that's really big behind this. Of course, you, you have the other stuff, but just the functionality behind what it's actually going to do, I think is something that's really important for guys to actually hone in on if the other stuff's just way too confusing. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So, man, um, really excited about all that stuff, man. Um, Joe, bro, it's been a pleasure, man. man I've, always. I, it's, it's such an honor, man, because when I first met you, yeah. It was funny because that's when I was transitioning in my life um, to be a woman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez, <right. laughs> joke work here. It didn't work on the live show. Oh, <laughs> man, bro. That, that, man, bro. That was funny. Oh, oh man. man. But, you know, it was a time where I was transitioning my style. So I was looking up a lot of um, people mm -hmm. who online were doing dope style, where I started learning about teaching men and Alex and Aaron and all the dudes in, in Europe that are mm. killing it. Yeah. And I was like, who are, the, who are the black dudes who are killing yeah. it? And I, and I found your page. Mm -hmm. And literally, I was at an establishment. We won't say the name. <laughs> <laughs> we were at an establishment. Yeah. And, I was, and, and I was like, is that, is that that guy? Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even know your name. <laughs> I didn't know it was on media. I was like, I think that's him. Yeah. So I remember going up to you. I was like, hey, what's up, bro? I yeah. see you on yeah. social media all the time, bro. Mm -hmm. I love your, love your work. Let's connect. And bro, man, like you've yeah. been family ever since. Yeah, and and to me, yeah, yeah. like, I mean this, and I'm gonna do a lot of content this month about it. Mm -hmm. You're changing your the way you dress 
to me, that was the, that was a missing piece for me. Mm-hmm. That was a missing piece for me in regards yeah. to really unlocking the women, <laughs> but also the respect that I wanted. And so being able to learn from you, I, I consider you and Stefan Doval my fashion mentors mm-hmm. who really helped elevate my style in a way where I was projecting who I was on the inside. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of guys who are humble guys, who are good quality guys, who naturally feel like people should treat everybody the same regardless mm-hmm. of how they look. Yeah. That's true, but we live in the real world. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. saying that is respectfully is like the 300 pound women who are like every all women are beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's rude. All women are equally as desirable cuz all women <laughs> Not saying you 300 pounds, you're not. Lord, okay, baby. Patreon. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> oh. Um <laughs> but but to me it's just like the idea that yo yo Certain people are more attractive than others. It mm-hmm. is what it is. I didn't make the rules. I'm just sharing the rules. And so, like, changing your style is an easy way yeah. of being more attractive. And I'm just tired of the guys who are not willing to change. Yeah. I'm just tired of the guys who make excuses, who want to whine. Mm-hmm. And I want to be with the guys who don't want to complain, who want to make a change in their life. So, guys, if you are one of the men who... Don't just want to be standard, who want to be the standard. If you're one of the men who want to join a community of men who are desiring, striving for greatness, if you are one of the men who are so passionate about improving your life, you are willing to do what it takes to take your life to the next level. What I want you to go, go to www.thefluentstandard.com. The link is in the description below. And I want you to go ahead and get yourself a foundational piece. And these are made to order. So you will be able to pick your size. And um, it will take time because we want to make sure everything is right and perfect for you before you get the product. And all my A1s, day ones on Patreon, who I love with all my heart, me and Joe have a special deal for you on Patreon. So obviously go to patreon.com slash roommates and, and you'll know about the deal there. So the ones who know, know. And the ones who don't know, it is what it is. But for every man who is serious about not just being standard, but being the standard, www.thefluentstandard.com. Get yourself the foundational piece. And I'm so excited about entering this next stage of life where we as men can not only talk about being great but actually live lives of greatness ourselves joe anything you'd like to say to the people before we wrap it up um yeah man i I, like like you said just to piggyback off you extremely excited about this new endeavor and again man uh i just want men to take control of that communication of that dialogue that doesn't include words because a lot of times we're going into different establishment different spaces thinking we're speaking english when really we're speaking spanish Mm. and we're wondering why things are getting lost in translation so if you're a guy who's looking uh to make sure that that conversation is a lot more clear is a lot more intentional, is a lot more focused, and is really communicating who you are and who you want to be to other people, and you want the environment to interact with you and not you always have to interact with the environment, this is going to be an opportunity to do so. So extremely excited, extremely excited also for the community of men that's going to be joining us. 100%. Nah, man, I, I, they have to take advantage. You know, yeah. the time is now, you know, few few opportunities like this come across, you know, in, in, in everyday lives. So I hope... You all take advantage 
of really what these men are offering because it's life changing knowledge, life changing experience, and you look good while you're doing it. Bro. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's always a bonus. So, guys, thank you so much, Joe. Where can they, where can they find you at? Guys, you can follow me on Instagram at mr.mr.jhines, J-H-I-N-E-S. Uh, super excited to connect with you guys, and uh, let's keep it going. Yes, indeed, guys. My name is Hafiz. Chris the star of the show, baby. And we are joined by... Joseph Hines. We are the roommates, guys. Look forward to seeing you guys join the standard, and have a great day.